This is Lady Talk Radio, your space for real conversations about real life and real ways to improve yours. What's up and welcome to Lady Talk Radio. I am your host, your main chick, Stacey Ray, and I want to welcome you to episode number five. I hope the holiday planning and prep is going well, and I feel inclined to tell you to remember to breathe. Seriously, it's a it can be an intense time of year, and I know that. And, you know, that's actually kind of what segued into our topic tonight, because I've been having a lot of conversations with ladies lately about just what's going on. Like, what are they mostly struggling with? Um, what's kind of coming to the surface? And something that really came through for a lot of women was the topic of money. So we're going to be kind of jamming. We're going to start with money. Obviously, on Lady Talk Radio, we can start somewhere and kind of end up somewhere else, and that's just life, right? So we're going to talk about money and how to really liberate our experience of our finances. So uh, part of this idea for this uh, topic came through from the Lady Posse. If you are not familiar with our online space, we're an online community of women dedicated to creating powerful changes in our lives, and we do that together. So uh, we gather online, offline, and we actually just really, 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 really no shit, no kidding, support each other to create the life that we truly desire to live. So if this is your first time checking us out, Lady Talk Radio is all about real conversations about real life. And because of that, things sometimes get real weird too, because this show is live, which means that I don't edit it. I like to keep it on the fly. And it also means that you can actually call or text your questions during the show to 250-800-0796. You can find that number on the page as well, Lady Talk Radio, wherever you're listening, so that you can actually interact with us and get your questions answered, girl. So if you are new to the tribe, check out weareladyalpha.com. This is our hub for conversations, connections, and content. That's just where we hang out. So we know 2017 is coming real quick and we want to support you in living your best life ever. So if you have something you want to say or you want to get involved in the conversation here in some way, I want to hear from you. Just holler at me. I totally want to know you. Okay. So uh, preface about this show because I like you to have a little heads up. If you are under the age of 18, I swear a lot and sometimes we get into some pretty heavy topics. This might not be the right show for you, but maybe it is. I don't know. If you are over the 18, over the age of 18 and you are easily offended by swearing or going super deep in conversations, this perfect is this show this perfect. Wow. Okay, it's going to be that kind of night, ladies. Okay? I'm going to be tripping all over the place. Um this show is absolutely perfect for you and you just need to sit back and relax. Because, yeah, if I'm offending you, that's totally awesome. Um, If you are listening live or to the replay, I just want to say I love you, girl. You put all of your stuff aside. Or maybe you're doing stuff at the same time, you crazy hustler. I love it. Um, But anyways, you are listening in and you were taking on your life and you were leaning in. And that is just so, so, so delicious and awesome. And I fucking believe in you. Okay. I'm glad we got that out of the way. So, uh, okay, I'm super excited about the conversation we're going to have tonight because I actually discovered on Facebook, how many of you have literally found like amazing people on Facebook? This happens to me a lot. And when I came across our lovely guest tonight, I actually was just super, super magnetized to her energy. She has this incredible perspective um, and I know she likes to play with perspectives. So we're going to talk about that a little bit as well. Um, but just super, super, super incredible energy, especially around tonight's topic around money. Uh, her name is Chandra Nicole. She's a freedom and focus coach, and she helps people just like me and you utilize our magical tuning fork of focus to really just get aligned 
with what a fulfilling and liberating life experience feels like, is like, experience is like. Uh, And she's all about just overflowing with money, joy, and love. So we're going to be talking about how to truly dive into this and some different perspectives that you can try out. So it's going to be a fun conversation. Uh, And yeah, we were actually just jamming out. We connected and jammed about what we could really dive into tonight that would really serve you ladies. And because money has been such a huge topic for a lot of people, it's the holidays, which also brings the extra pressure on the finances or, or not, um, is actually just a really cool conversation. So uh, yeah, let's get Chandra on the phone. Chandra, are you there? I sure am. Yep. Oh, there we go. I didn't have you in my mic, in my headphones. I'm like, oh no, I lost her. Can you hear me? I can hear you just perfectly fine. Yes. So can we just start by just like getting something out of the way? You are in Hawaii right now. Is that right? I sure am. I sure am, yeah. And and you, you live there, right? I do. Yeah. I've been here for the last couple of years, but I'm, I'm originally from the Midwest. So a far cry from where I spent the first 33 years of my life. That's, that's for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> nice. What made you choose Hawaii? Oh, gosh. That is such an interesting question. Oh, <laughs> I actually, I was, living in, I was living in California. I love that we're talking about money today because, like, money was an insane struggle for me for a long time. That's part of my Hawaii story. But, <laughs> but I, I lived in California for a couple of years, and then I got hired this is a true story. I got hired to speak at Chaminade uh, University to some students uh, here. And I was struggling with money at the time, like pretty hardcore. Uh, I was trying to, you know, really make my coaching business work because that's, that's what I love to do and that's what I'm really good at. And so uh, I got hired, like, like it was sort of like a miraculous manifestation, right? Like I got hired to speak to some college students out here. Uh, at Chaminade for $5,000 for an hour. And I was like freaking my shit, right? Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I had to borrow money, right? I had to borrow money to come out here uh, to, to fly out. I flew out one way. And once you know, I was like not quite yet ready to receive that much money. <laughs> so it. the whole deal... <laughs> The whole deal fell through when I got here, and uh, I kind of, I kind of like half got stuck in Hawaii. And then when I got my money shit together, I just stayed because I love it so much. <laughs> mm. And it seems like a lot of people seem to to gravitate towards that part of the world. So that's kind of why. And I knew you weren't from there, so I, I was really genuinely curious why you ended up there. And and yeah, and I love that but part of your message you is so much the- about leisurely, right? Like having a leisurely life, getting to live wherever you uh-huh. want, right? It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Well, and what's really funny, this is just like the power of our our words, is that my entire life, so I, I lived in in Nebraska, right, and it was just freezing cold there a good part of the year, and it was, I don't know, I just never felt like my place, and, and I was always, I said, I can't even tell you how many times I said this out loud, I said, I'm not made for this place, I'm made for the tropics. <laughs> <laughs> I said that like my entire life. <laughs> And the universe is like, your wish is my command. <laughs> right? Here you are, stranded in the tropics. Make Here I it am. work. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right? So funny. Love it. So, like, when you yeah. said, uh, well, actually, let's kind of start a little bit further back than that even. Like, I'm actually genuinely curious how you got into coaching and just where your passion for working with people came from. 
where to begin yeah yeah so before before I did what I do now I was a hairstylist for 13 years actually and in in that profession I just really fell in love with people you know Mm -hmm. I really fell in love with connecting with people in my chair and and any of you ladies who go to a hairstylist, like the same hairstylist regularly, you know that she, or for any length of time, you know that she becomes sort of like uh, a confidant, you know, and mm-hmm. sort of your therapist. She's like a bartender. She's like the bartender, you know. <laughs> it's like, you're the therapist, right? You sit down in the chair for a couple hours to get your hair done, and you're like sharing your life with, yeah. with your hairstylist, <laughs> right? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> totally. <laughs> and so, yeah. And so I think that's sort of like where my coaching career began, to be quite honest. Um, my, my passion for the art of doing hair sort of subsided about halfway through my career, but my love of people and like really empowering people and helping people out with their life uh, really grew. And so I just knew from there that that I wanted to, and at that point in time, I was really experimenting with conscious creation principles and stuff like that in my life, like working to create consciously. Uh, I had, I had gotten, I had gotten married, which, which is kind of weird for me because the whole first younger half of my life, I was very much a rebel. I, I looked at sort of this traditional landscape of the Midwest and always thought, oh my God, I don't want that. Like that's mm. the last thing I want. You know, I don't mm. want, I don't feel like I fit into that. And I got pregnant when I was 20 years old and thought that I just had to do it. You know, like that's what I had to do for my baby. And so, so I got married and bought a house out in the country. And, you know, I had my, my career as a hairstylist, which was quite successful. And, um, in my mid twenties, a couple of years after being married, I woke up one day and I was like, holy shit, whose life is this? <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Like what the, what the hell? Uh, and it's not that it was bad, you know what I mean? It wasn't like a, a bad scenario or anything like that. It just wasn't me. And so, so long story short, I like left, left my husband, sold my house. Um, and in my, it was really like confusing time for me. And in that time, I just knew, I knew in my heart that as soon as I figured out how to like navigate my own world and create a life that was felt authentic to me, um, that I would then spend my time helping others do the same, essentially. Mm-hmm. So that, in, in a nutshell, is sort of how I ended up on the path that I'm on right now. And uh, that was like 10 years ago. So I've actually been coaching for five years now. Beautiful. Wow. Thanks for sharing that. That was really, that was, I, I like hearing yeah. about like the background, you know, like what, cause it's always a really fascinating, yeah. it's usually some kind of uh, breakdown to breakthrough that happens, right. That, that really propels us out into, right. into the new life or the, the, you know, the life that we're destined to live, you know, who we really are. Um, and I love mm-hmm. hearing, I love hearing about those moments with people. It's always so fascinating. Um, I was yeah. curious when you were telling about in Hawaii, like when you said you got your money shit handled, what did that look like for you? Like, yeah. you know, I want to hear about, yeah. I love hearing about the struggle because I totally, totally resonate with that, especially around finances. That's been a huge struggle um, on my mm-hmm. end of things. And and I really carried around a money story for a long time. And, and it's, I just find it to be one of the most powerful shifts. <laughs> like if it's a big thing, you know, a powerful shift. Um, so tell me more about what yeah. that was like for you. Like when you say got it handled, what happened? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I love this topic, too, just because it is 
Well, because it's a theme in my in my world, you know, that are common. It it's sort of been like off and on, you know. Like money wasn't always a struggle for me, but like in my child in my childhood, I watched my mom like work a job that she didn't she didn't like, you know, and and kind of support a family of four. She's a single mother, support family of four on seventeen thousand dollars a year, you know, and. And I thought, I was like, oh, my God, like, if I have to do what she's doing, I'd rather just not have money, right? And so, anyways, like, it, that's whatever. We all grow up and, and experience our experience, but a lot of times we implant into our psyche some not, like, some ideas about money that aren't uh, in favor of having it, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. Which is, which is funny because we all, like, secretly want it, whether we're willing to admit it or not out loud right mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so and so like my sort of let's say fuck the shit moment that's what I like to call it <laughs> my fuck the shit moment in in Hawaii so so I was all excited right like I had I'd been working my business and um I got it's so funny like out of the blue, and this is, like, contrary to how we think that things are supposed to happen, I got asked to write a, a, an article in a print publication in a women's magazine called Indie Chick, which actually is no longer a thing. But um, And simultaneously, I got hired to do my very first speaking gig at, at this college for, like, $5,000 for an hour, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, somehow I managed to line up with these things that were, like, like, I'd been wanting, right, but, like, we're very far outside of the realm of, like, how I sort of thought things needed to work. You know, I, I sort of, like, thought that I needed to work my way up to that place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, like, miraculously suddenly it appears, right? And I just, like, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready for it, you know? I wasn't in... So, like, I, I mean, I don't know how we would get on this call or whatever, but... Oh, you can go as like, woo kind of as you want. <laughs> Okay, okay. Yeah. So, like, so, like, I I um, function and coach from, teach from the place that, like, you have to be a match for what it is that you are experiencing in the world. Uh, and if you're not, even if you manage to, like, line up with it, it won't last long, right? Like, it won't sustain itself. So you have to sort of, like, conjure up a feeling within yourself before before it's sustainable. And uh, and I, I had it, I'd kind of done that, but not really, you know? So it, it all fell through, and I was, like, literally looking at, I had no money. I was, like, living off of coffee and rice for four weeks. My daughter had been back home in the Midwest, and um, she sent, she called me, and she's like, Mom, I, I miss you, because we'd been apart for six months. This is the longest we'd ever been apart, ever. And she's like, I'm coming to Hawaii. The chick, like, gets together her own money for a plane ticket, and, like, <laughs> she's like, I bought a plane ticket. I'm coming out. You know, she's like... 16 years old, 15 years old. I told my time, I'm like, okay, well, let's just tell you the scenario here. <laughs> like, like I've been staying with a friend, and he's living in China, and we have nowhere to live. So come out, like, at your own risk, I guess. You know what I mean? But yeah. she's, she's like, I'm up for it. We're going to make this work. And so, so for anybody who, like, has children, any, any of you women who have children who might be listening, I don't, I don't know about you, but, like, my child is sort of the, my catalyst for my fuck the shit moment. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like it's like there's certain things that I'm willing to endure for myself, but but when it comes to her, you know, it's sort of, I'm Got sort it, of yeah. in this place where, right, I'm sort of in this place where I was like, 
fuck that. I'm not, like, sleeping on the street with my teenager. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I, I sort of, like, I got angry, essentially. Mm-hmm. I got angry. I got fed up with myself. You know? I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not perpetuating these ideas about money anymore. I'm, I'm just not fucking doing this. And it was crazy. She flew out. We had a place to stay one night. My friend that I'm staying with moved to China the next day. I, like, reached out to a random person on Facebook who had who I'd connected with who was, like, really interested in my philosophy as well as teaching and stuff. And I was like, hey, man, I'm sort of, like, in a bad way here, and I just need a place to crash for, like, a minute, like, like a few days or something. I was my daughter, and he was like, yeah, sure. He's just living in this little studio apartment. <laughs> so we got to sleep on the floor in his place for a few days. And I literally, you know, I don't even know how I did it. I just, like... Not having money anymore just became not an option. Mm-hmm. Like, it just became not an option for me. And within seven days, I think it was, or ten days, uh, I managed to get together, like, $10,000, I think. Wow. <laughs> just through, like, I, cr- I created, like, a retreat uh, in Hawaii, and just, like, a bunch of, uh, some some people came and gave me some money. I got a little inheritance. But, like, money just started, like, showing up fucking everywhere. I just, like, became the choice of having money and, like, became money. And it was such showing up. It was crazy. And and my perspective and relationship with money ever since then has changed. That was, that was two years ago. Mm-hmm. Wow. I love your mm-hmm. use of anger, too. <laughs> I think anger can be a <laughs> so- super powerful emotion, right, when you put it in action, you know, when it's not just, like, just frustration. And so I loved, I loved hearing that. That was, <laughs> that was really epic. Yeah. Um, em- empowered, empowered anger is like yeah. one of the most powerful things ever. Like it, it really is. It's not like a blame, you know, not a blamey anger or, or even like a, I'm mad at myself anger. You know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. like, I'm done with this anger, right? Like yeah. just changing right now. It's sort of a, like drawing the line in the sand sort of thing. And yeah. Over it, right. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what I was just thinking as you were saying that, like that line in the sand moment, like this is no longer mm-hmm. my standard, you know? Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. So. Well, and what's funny is that like I had, I had, had money in my previous career, mm-hmm. but like I had these ideas that, that like that was a legitimate way to receive money. Right. So that was like a job. I mean, I was self-employed, but it was, a, it was a job. I, there was a clear exchange there. When I moved into the field of coaching, coaching for me is really, really, really easy. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like, it's like inherent within me, you know? And so like there was this disconnect between my belief of having to like work or do mm-hmm. something hard or laborsome, I guess, in exchange mm-hmm. for money that didn't match the work of coaching because coaching was really easy for me. So it's like I wouldn't allow myself to receive money for my work because it was too easy got it yeah well and that's really interesting too even when you're saying like segueing out from you know you were self-employed obviously too but it was more felt like a job into something that it's like Mm -hmm. truly your magic in the world right like your your work and a lot of people I've worked with and just had conversations with about this it's like, and actually now that we're talking about this, I had this experience too, like where you, when you switch from just getting paid, you know, at a job and, and you provide a service and you get paid into something that feels more vulnerable, more authentic, more, more you, like your personal message in the world. Sometimes there's that, that gap, mm-hmm. right? Where we're like, oh my God, 
God. It's yeah. like, you know, it's, it's really about you now. It's not just about the service. And, um, yeah. And I actually, I remember when I really started to make that shift, um, I could get in front of a room and talk about somebody else's business that I was building all day long. But then when it came to mine, I remember when I first made that shift, I went to this, this lang- um, it was like a communication workshop, like a public speaking workshop. And I got in front of the room thinking I was just going to be like on fire. I'm like, oh yeah, I've done this a million times. I, I know exactly how to talk about businesses, but it was my business I was talking about. And I got up there and I froze. And I remember having this total experience of like, whoa, <laughs> like what's going on? Why am I feeling so incredibly vulnerable? And it was that shift between, yeah, work that wasn't necessarily meaningful to me to something that that was, that really truly was meaningful to mm-hmm. me. And uh, and yeah, there I, that, a lot of the conversations I've been having lately have been around that, you know, like creating creating income, creating money from something that you love to do or something that's inherently easy for you to do, you know, like your strengths. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. Isn't it funny? It's like <laughs> such an interesting twist that we're willing to receive money for something we like maybe not necessarily that you don't like to do, but yeah, that's not your like true gift, but like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but like we will receive money for our gift. <laughs> the most valuable things that we could ever be offering to anybody ever. Right? It <laughs> like, just, it's like, like that's gosh, we could be getting, we're just making it for. so complicated. <laughs> like, right? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. I like the way that you, you refer to, um, I'm trying to remember the exact words that you use. Like, like, being a space for that. So like if you wanted to receive $5,000, but you weren't necessarily, you know, the container for that yet, or the energy for that, you weren't necessarily in alignment with it. Um, And we know that a lot of us, like, you know, myself included, have big goals, big things that we want to create in the world. And I've been really exploring this a lot lately around around that very thing, like being really truly aligned with that and, and being able to receive it what can you say like more about this? Like what have you kind of learned about, you know, just being in alignment or having, having a container in which you can actually accept and receive some of these big goals that you create for yourself in your life? Yeah. Well, basically the energy of like needing something is the energy is that repels the very something that you're wanting. <laughs> so like <laughs> so like the best way I, I like to I like to talk about like romantic love and money in the same conversation because mm-hmm. because they're like so similar. <laughs> right? And I and I have experience a lot of experience in both. <laughs> so because um, I was like a serial relationship for a long time. And uh, <laughs> so like like whenever you're needing something from your romantic partner, right? Like you're basically looking to like fill yourself up with that other person. Mm-hmm. Like that or or you can even flip it around if somebody's doing that to you, right? Like that feels it feels disgusting, first of all, right? Like mm-hmm. like, oh my God, I'm getting smothered, I'm getting you know what I mean? It, it, it's like a really um uncomfortable and not preferable sort of feeling, you yeah. know? Uh because like inherently we all want we all want, like, freedom, liberation, uh, well-being, happiness, you know, uh, and, and that's all, like, sustained from within. And so, like, so, like, if we're, if we're being needy with our romantic partner, what we end up doing is we end up pushing him away, right? Or mm-hmm. vice versa. If a guy's being needy with you, he ends up pushing you away because it's just like, ugh, get away from me, right? <laughs> and it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of a, it's not kind of, it's exactly the same thing with money, right? And so when, whenever you make, 
something outside of yourself, the source of what it is that you're you're looking for, you're going to repel it. So like ultimately, ultimately we only ever want what we're trying to create ex in our external world, you know, in our physical world, because of how we think we'll feel in the having of it. Right. Mm -hmm. So like we're not really all that interested in money. We just want what we think money can give us, which are feelings of freedom, security, comfort, you know, like like those sorts of things. Um, but but we get confused. You know, we we think that that's that's the source when it's not. And so the the most sustainable way to like create that and not repel it because right? it's, it's, it's like it's like you're gonna attract the romantic partner into your experience and then if you get needy with it, right? Then it then it goes away. And it was the same thing with my experience with money that particular time, right? So so I like lined up with it through the space of like like things are a lot easier in imagination, right? Um, mm -hmm. You're like, oh, that'd be great if that happened, whatever. But then it shows up, and and if you're not like in a solid place of conscious creator within yourself, knowing that everything you create springs from the inside out, and and your source of everything that you're looking for, the feeling of everything you're looking for, you generate within, right? Like the external thing is just the symbol of that. If you're not standing strongly in that, the second, like you can you can line up with it, you can get yourself in that space long enough so that like you can manifest that that experience or that lover or that money or whatever. And if you're not standing strong enough in that and then you go to like, oh God, like like what I did was like, oh God, I'm like I went into lack, basically, right? Like, oh God, I have no money. This this has to happen, right? I did that and then I also went into oh God, I don't know if like my content is good enough. You know, I went into like worthiness, right? Mm -hmm. Um those are probably the two main things that I did, like after I showed up. Lack and like, like neediness of it, you know, like, if I don't have this, then I'm lacking, and unworthiness, like, I'm not good enough, you know, my message isn't good enough, my content isn't good enough, I'm not good enough, <laughs> you know, or, or even um, a byproduct of I'm not good enough, or I'm unworthy is the idea that you have to work really hard for money, you know, yeah. so, uh, not, right, it's like, it's this idea that you're not just inherently worthy of prosperity, which as an infinite being you are. <laughs> you don't have to do anything to be worthy of prosperity. And so so that's what I did and that's what repelled it. Mm. Does that answer your question? It was kind of totally. A long, no, long it was it was beautiful. <laughs> and I was kinda like I'm sitting back in my chair going, Oh yeah, <laughs> like really getting it. So thanks. <laughs> um so when yeah. that started to shift for you, like, okay, so you you made that ten thousand dollars, you really started to like dig into some of your experience of money and obviously it's been you know a while since then you've probably discovered all kinds of new wonderful things about money but um like what really changed when you got that you know and and obviously I know this this spans beyond just money and other areas of your life and stuff but what really started to change mm -hmm. when you started to really shift those perspectives and what you were putting out there and how you were thinking about it um well, basically, it's just, and, and it's been a process over the last couple of years. So I, it's sort of like, I've sort of like gone in waves with it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, because every time, it's sort of like every time you expand into more, you sort of bump up against your limiting ideas, right? Or some perspectives that have been basically holding you in your, your little bubble or box that you've been in. So um, for me, it's just been this ever-growing, I guess, ever-expanding awareness that like, I am, wow, I am, I, like, I don't 
need any of those external things to be to be okay. And also this like growing awareness that I like I am the master of my universe. Mm-hmm. And anything that's showing up outside of me and I have tons of stories about like my romantic relationship that uh, that feed into this as well. But um, anything that's like getting a little shaky in my external world, like whether it be my you know, my lover or my money or, or my business or whatever, it's just a sign for me that like maybe I'm not being in alignment with like the fullness of what I've be, what I've become. Right. So so basically it's like it's like by virtue of the contrast that we experience in our world. So like like any sort of like strugglesome thing, uh, or or experiencing something that we don't prefer, you know, or we don't want, it sort of like immediately gives birth to the desire for what it is that we do want, right? So it's not like we even have to ask for what we want because we've like been been projecting out into to the either speakers or whatever our entire lives, our preferences by virtue of our contrast, right? Because like when you know what you don't want, you suddenly know what you do want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so... <laughs> and so you don't even have to, like, try, like ask and it is given, right, immediately. You don't even have to worry about that part. You've been asking your entire life. The only thing you've, you've got to do is, like, line up with what's waiting for you, essentially. Because everything that, everything that you're seeing in your physical world is, like, a vibration that you're interpreting with your senses, with your physical senses, with your eyes. You know, a smell is just a vibration that you're interpreting. What you see is just waves that you're interpreting, right? Like, what you hear or you're just vibrations that you're interpreting and so you get to choose basically what you're interpreting by virtue of your perspective that you're holding and so um i guess the thing that's changed like really 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 for me in the last couple years is just that growing awareness of that right Mm -hmm. and that i get to choose i get to choose what i perceive i get to choose what i what i experience if something in my world is not like working out in the way that I would prefer it. I just have to go inside, in, internal to me, and like shift some perspectives in a way that feel better, basically. Because it's all about feeling good. At the end of the day, that's that's all I want is right? to feel good. And oh my weird, god, yes. Right. And this weird, <laughs> right. And this weird thing happens when you when you allow yourself to hold perspectives that feel good. Like seriously, experiment with this. Experiment with just feeling good for the sake of feeling good, and this weird fucking thing happens. Like money starts showing up. Your relationships start reflecting back to you the ways that you feel good. Because, like, feeling good is just you loving yourself, right? Mm-hmm. It's you loving yourself, making the way that you feel a priority. And and your money and, and everything else is, like, directly tied to that and will reflect back that, that feeling to you. And so, um, yeah, like, like, the last couple of years have just been sort of the experimentation and ever-growing awareness of that. And what's really cool is, like, the more I step into that, the less I, less I have to fear about anything at all, right? Because, like, I realize that I'm the creator of it all. And I can have whatever the fuck I want to have. <laughs> exactly. Right? It, as can everyone, right? <laughs> I love it. This is awesome. So you're, you're uh, I mean, okay, like, I just want to kind of flatline this. I think that for when I first got exposed to some of what you're talking about, it kind of, like, 
it kind of frustrated me. <laughs> Let me just explain. Yeah. I was like, um, well, what do you mean? I've been taught that I had to go out and get a third job or like, you know, all this stuff and work super hard and, you know, and manage my money this way or be an investor or do all these things. And, and yeah, and I have it that you're not saying don't take action, but you're saying that, you know, your perspective, the way that you're viewing the world and the lens that you're, you're viewing your world through is literally creating, um, how you how you're experiencing it so I love this because um it gives people so much leverage right like if you can really start to dig into how you know how you believe what you what you really see in your life and and how you be in your life that's going to give you a lot more access to some of the tangible actions and opportunities and different different people and spaces and connections and whatever for you to start creating you know whether it's financial or, or you know health related or love related whatever whatever it is that you want you know so I love this conversation because yeah. yeah it gives you that really super massive delicious leverage to start creating what you want so super cool um yeah. you're so uh, you're absolutely and no go ahead I just want to speak real quick like you brought up something in my awareness that I think is really important to to touch on like in the space so so like like I'm now in the space where I'm really centered in my my trust in that process, right, which, like, strengthens it, basically, because, like, whatever we trust and believe in becomes even stronger, essentially. But, like, if you're someone who's potentially, like, new to this sort of information or just starting to, like, put your toes in or dabble in, in sort of creating your world from the inside out, um, I always, always, always urge empowerment first. So empowerment is, like, Like looking, you can look at your physical world, right, and be like, okay, what's what's my what's my situation right now, right? Mm-hmm. And is there anything, any actions that I can take that would like basically be the path of least resistance for me, right? Like, like be easy for me. So like, so like if I'm or or create more ease in my life, right? Mm-hmm. So and and this is like kind of the opposite of what we're talking about because we're talking about creating from the inside out. But but if you're new to this information, not standing strongly in that belief and not trust yet, then taking some external actions that feel empowering to you uh, is hugely beneficial uh, before or before and as you're going inward to start shifting your perspective and start playing around with like, oh, I wonder what happens if I start like like playing with some thoughts and and ideas that like feel better to me, right? So like like if you're, um, you know, in a abusive relationship or something like that you know like don't don't stay in it and try to shift your perspectives and stuff like that because it's going to be really really hard right so like get the fuck out you know (laughs) and then and then you know like like you do your path of least resistance that's what i say take the actions that go the path of least resistance that feel the easiest but then simultaneously do your sort of what i call enlightenment work right which is like like strengthening your your trust and faith in the universe that it's all okay that it's all working out trusting strengthening your trust and faith in that like you are a powerful creator and you can have whatever you want based on the perspectives that you're holding right so it's like it's like those two things sometimes you have to play around with simultaneously so i'm not about like like rejecting your physical reality yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, um, but there it. comes yeah. a certain right but but there comes a certain point too where it's like like you observe your physical reality, uh, 
make take whatever actions you need to take to sort of like get you into a better empowered place and then and then you gotta become like a little less committed to what you're seeing externally and be like okay what do I really want to create right because mm-hmm. like whatever you're seeing that's just that's just what was essentially it's just a byproduct of what you've been thinking in the past what you've been believing in the past and I don't care who you are I don't care what sort of crazy upbringing you had you know that's all like like so what right like like we've all had pretty pretty fucking past right mm. <laughs> to some degree some of us crazier than others but like what's going on with us right now and and I don't care who you are like you can change your perspective you can like totally change your life mm-hmm. you've got to be willing to like go inwards and and make feeling good your number one priority yeah yeah. I, I love your message. I actually, you're like so in alignment with the whole like vision for We Are Lady Alpha. Like we're all about empowerment. So like, you know, really tapping yeah. into those inner resources, creating the life you want from the inside out. So yes, vibing on you, girl. Thanks. Thanks. I know we're, this was a cool connection. We just made this, we made this happen. <laughs> um, totally. I would, you know, I think alignment, alignment, (laughs) right? Totally. I was thinking about, um, so I know a lot of entrepreneurial women and I know, uh, definitely some of my followers are entrepreneurial or self-employed or, or thinking about starting a business, something like that. Um, and when, like what we were talking about earlier, when you kind of bridge from going from like being in a job where you're just handed a paycheck for a service or something, um, into your own business, And I think this whole money conversation kind of stems into like asking for what we're worth or creating our rates or giving people lots of discounts or like doing the work even for free. Um, I know I have a history of doing that. Um, Like what can you kind of say about like even just, uh, I guess I want to say like, like self-worth and how that, and, and how that shows up in our money conversation when we have our own business. Yeah. That's such a it's such an interesting topic because I, I used to always say charge what you're worth, charge what you're worth, but now I even think that's bullshit because there's no number that right. you can place <laughs> yeah. on your worth. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like yeah. there's no way you could there's no way you can even charge what you're worth. Like it'd right. be, it'll be like one number, billion number dollars. <laughs> Yeah, you can't even you can't even count the amount of your work, right? So like, like even that in and of itself, I think is like a, a faulty premise. But um, mm, cool. But yeah, it's like it's like basically all we've got to do. And here's the thing: this is the deal with that I run into a lot. Like, because I, I actually work with a lot of people now at this point in time who are who want to get into actually like a similar line of work as me, you know, like as a coach or, or they feel like they have a message in their heart that they want to share or whatever. Um, a lot of those people have been showing up lately. Hmm. And, uh, and there's like a lot of ideas and beliefs about like, like marketing and what you have to do and, you know, like certifications and, and all that stuff about, <laughs> about coaching and, mm-hmm. um, which, which all just feed into this idea of worthiness, right. Or, um, like that you're capable or mm-hmm. yeah, all, all those different ideas or whatever. And the thing of it is, is that like you don't have to do anything specifically marketing wise. You don't, there's like nothing that you have to do, to do uh, other than go inwards to yourself and tell yourself stories about how fucking amazing you are. That's it. Like that's it. <laughs> 
And he was like, tell yourself how amazing you are and that you're the shit, essentially. <laughs> and, like, if you, haven't, if you haven't been doing that for a while, that's going to, like, your entire life, a lot of us haven't, uh, it's going to feel, like, really weird and, and off. But it's, like, it's one of those things you just have to, like, play around with and, like, really convince yourself of how amazing you are. And uh, when, you, when, you're, when you're standing in that space of worthiness, uh, and believing in yourself, like, money and clients and whatever, you know, will flow towards you. Uh, and and you'll be inspired, essentially. Like, when you're, in a, when you're in that alignment and just feeling good. If you just make it about feeling good, which has to do, which has a lot to do with this idea of worthiness. Because when we're doing I'm not worthy, uh, we feel like shit because it's a lie, right? Mm-hmm. So, so it's like... You just gotta like slowly but surely talk yourself into feeling good, you know. Like, like it doesn't even have to be like, oh, I'm the shit immediately. It could be like, you know what? I'm doing a pretty good job. You know, I'm mm-hmm. doing this life thing pretty great. You know, like it's all it's all working out for me, and I've been making good choices. You know, and like like whatever, just like talk yourself up into self-acceptance and self-love. And when you're in that space of feeling good, feeling better, and even even beyond that, if you can just put yourself in a space of appreciation, you know, appreciation for yourself or anything, mm-hmm. <laughs> anything at all, you can, like, appreciate yourself into a successful business. You can appreciate yourself into wealth. You can appreciate yourself into the life that you've dreamed of. Because, like, that, that energy of appreciation is, like, sort of the truest space of love that we know on this planet, right? Like, and so... Um, from that space, then you'll be inspired to take action, right? Because you're sort of like vibing on the level of everything that you've been asking for by virtue of the contrast that you've been experiencing, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and those inspired actions are like a billion times more powerful than any like rote actions that you're doing because you think you have to. As far as like, like ideas of what business and marketing and entrepreneurship and stuff like that are concerned. And so... I love I love talking about this topic because I actually declared for a long time that I was a bad business person. I thought I was a bad business person because I was like looking around at how business is being done, uh, especially in like my space of coaching uh, in the personal development industry, and it felt like kind of gross. <laughs> and there was a bunch of stuff <laughs> oh, being I totally done that I, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to do any of that shit. It feels disgusting to me. Like, I'm, I'm interested in actually like, getting to know people and, and, and serving and stuff. Uh, and so, like, so I defined myself as a bad person because I thought that that's what business was, right? Yeah. And so I wouldn't actually even let myself have a successful business because I was like, if that's a successful business, like, like, I don't even, I don't want that, right? Like, I don't want to do that. And so the turning point for me actually was, um, well, and what's weird is, like, simultaneously I'm studying all the shit because, like, I think that that's what I have to do. I don't want right. to do it, but I'm like, oh, I guess if that's what I have to do, then I better do it, right? So I'm, like, I'm like following all these marketing people, all you know, with all these courses, saying this is how you build a, a good driving business, blah, blah, blah. And, and I always just felt like, well, like, honestly, that made me feel inadequate. It made me feel like I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. You know, it was, like, sort of perpetuating this idea that, like, I didn't know what was best for me and for my business and for my clients, right, which is also a perpetuation of an idea of unworthiness. And um, and so, like, one day I remember I made this list, and I was, like, I made a, a fuck yes and a fuck no list. Mm, <laughs> and I was, like, thinking Love about, <laughs> I, yeah, 
I was thinking about like all of the, I sort of like took inventory of my day and I was noticing all the places where I was putting my focus and energy, right? Because like those are, those are most valuable resources and whatever scenario you're in, your most valuable resources are your, your energy, your time, your focus, right? And your money, uh, if you have it. So like whatever you're applying those things to is basically you're, you're creating more off, right? And so I, I was looking at, I didn't have any money at that point, but I was like looking at where I was putting my focus, my energy, my time, and and it took like serious stock, serious inventory, and I made a list like of of the things that felt really good that I was putting my my energy focus on, and the things that felt like shit that I was putting my energy and focus on. And one of the things in my feels like shit, fuck no list was was studying all this marketing stuff, all this business stuff. It felt awful, um, and so. Like that night, I I went into my email and I think I literally unsubscribed from like fifty email lists. You know what I mean? That was just like (laughs) inundating me, like with all of this information of like how I should be doing my business. You know, it was sort of like I was I was squelching my inner voice by like all of this outside information I was trying to take in, and so I cut it all out and. And, like, it was a short while later that I actually started making really, really, really good money in my business. And it was all, like, I didn't have a website that I was using. I didn't, like, I didn't have anything. I didn't have an email list. I didn't have a funnel. I didn't (laughs) have anything. For anyone who has explored online business, these are all the things that they tell you you have to have, right? Uh, I didn't have any of that stuff. And, And I started, like, aligning with clients and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of money, like more than I'd ever made in my business. And so that that was basically proof to me that all I got to do is feel good, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like shut down all these ideas that I don't know what I'm doing, all these ideas that I'm not adequate, all these ideas that I don't, you know, know the options to take for my business or for myself, or for my money, or for my clients, whatever. Because all that is feeding into, like, an unworthiness or a disbelief in yourself, right? Yeah. And so I, I learned that I just got to shut all that down and tell myself stories within me, like, like think thoughts within me that, like, build me up and, and make me know that I do have answers. I do know which actions to take, right? Like, I... I am the money. <laughs> I am, it's flowing to me from, like, multiple different channels. Like, these are things that, like, I tell myself. And... And everything, like, changed from there. I'm now able to, like, create my business from a space that's totally authentic to me and has nothing to do with, like, any sort of marketing strategy. So whatever, I, like, develop my own marketing marketing strategy as I go based on my own inspired actions. Mm-hmm. Oh, love that you went there. I just love that you went there. <laughs> I just recently reread The Prosperous Coach. Have you ever read this book? I haven't, no. Oh my God. It's it's actually shocking to me that you haven't read it because so much of your language and just your experience and and I guess that, that also comes from like your, like you've said, like just your real passion for working with people, you know, for supporting people. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that book, it's, it you know, he really talks about that whole thing, you know, like how you don't need to attend 15 webinars on, you know, creating a sales funnel. And you just need, if, if you're a coach, if that's your profession or, or whatever your profession is, you just need to do that right? You just need to be that mm-hmm. and go out and start connecting yep. with people. And, and if, if you are a coach, it's like having conversations, you know, and, and aligning with people. And yep. um, you don't need any fancy. And in fact, some of those things can get in the way of you actually creating clients or, you know, getting, getting customers or whatever. 
Um, you know, and, and it's, I love what you just said, because it is so much about doing what's, what feels the best for you, because that's where your unique approach lies. You know, that's where your, your mojo is, you know? Um, I was just having this conversation with the, the women in the lady posse the other day about, um, you know, doing what really feels good, like doing the want to's versus the have to's, you know? Um, and not to say that we don't have to do some things in our life, but there's almost always a way that you can get everything done in a way that you want to get it done, <laughs> you know, in a way that feels better, yeah. you know? Um, so I love yeah. that that's, that's like your whole, you know, that's, that's like your, your, your mama jama because I, I'm really resonating with that. Um, cool. <laughs> yeah, and, absolutely. And not that like, and, and like maybe later on in my business, I'll feel inspired to do, you know, some of those other, oh, yeah, totally. it's not that any, it's not that any of those things are bad, you know, no, what I mean? but if no. it's not inspiring to you or exciting to you, then it's like a waste of time. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, in my business, if I go try to do that, then I'll hire someone to do that. I'm not going to do it myself. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, totally. like, whatever, like focus on, like you to focus on the things that like are really fun and easy for me because those are going to be the most like fruitful endeavors essentially right Mm -hmm. and when you're like like you were saying like when you're when you're feeling good when you're in that space in yourself like you're you're just going to be magnetic too you know because you're going to be out there creating talking to people you're having a good time so like I, I don't know about you but I, I can spot somebody that, that feels good a mile away. Like you can see it in them. It's mm-hmm. their body, their body language, their posture, the way they're talking, how they're engaging with people. Like yeah. you can see somebody who feels good and, and everybody wants to know that person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and absolutely. you know, I, and I think like, I'm a really, really highly in, um, emotional person and I tend to go through different fluctuations like energetically. And, um, you know, what, like, I guess what I'm saying is, you know, when you're kind of having a day where you're like being with something or there's some like emotions that are there or something's happening where you're like, you know, processing, um, how does, how can you be with the stuff that's coming up and still continue to like honor yourself and show up powerfully? Like, I guess I just want your perspective on this. How, how do I deal with like emotional stuff? Uh, yeah, I kind of asked or... a very convoluted question. So let me get clear about what I'm asking you here. I think I'm asking okay. you like, because I've, I've had this experience myself plenty because I am really emotional and I go through a lot of different, you know, emotional states with myself. And I've learned over the years how to really be with stuff and not have it like take over my entire day or, you know, like how to really work with some of the emotions and, and use them, mm-hmm. you, you know, use them, right? Um, and I, I've yeah. had a few clients recently that were like really just, you know, just, yeah, having an emotional time or things were coming up or whatever. And, um, it's like once they get into a sort of heavier emotional state, it's like, it's like their whole world is coming down. <laughs> you know what I mean, like they feel like everything's mm-hmm. kind of falling apart, but how do we, you know, get through this concept of, we just have to be positive all the time and, right. you know, still honor, you know, how we're feeling or what's coming up. Um, but still, still mm-hmm. like stay in our zone, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 The funny thing is, is that like positivity in the face of like not allowing yourself to feel what you're feeling is actually counterproductive. Too, right. you know? so that's important to, to note. <laughs> and so it's not all like positivity, you know, sometimes like, sometimes, um, like, uh, anger feels better than depression. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. it's like just how how do I it's like acknowledging what you feel right so like yeah I'm feeling this 
whatever, you know, like feel it out, try it out, do whatever you got to do with it, right? But then it's, then basically setting your intention to just feel better is like all you got to do, right? Mm -hmm. So you, it's like acknowledge what you're feeling and then just know like, okay, I don't, what, what, what would be something that I could like, what's the perspective that I could entertain that might like feel a little, just a little bit better than that? You know what I mean? Like, it's just like a commitment to to not feeling like ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. because because like our feel our feelings are. It, it's funny. Someone told the first time someone told me this, I like got really pissed off. Like I didn't want to believe it because he asked me a question about like so, like some text I read or something. I'm like, ah, oh, it just made me feel like ugh, oh gross. And he's like he, he's like you realize that your feelings are just a byproduct of the thoughts that you're thinking, right? <laughs> I was like, fuck you, my feel, I just feel how I feel because I feel how I feel, you know? Yeah. Like, I didn't want to, I didn't want to own the fact that, that I had a little bit more um, creative control over my feelings, you know, or that my feelings were a byproduct of the perspectives that I'm holding and the thoughts that I'm thinking, right? And so, <laughs> I just, like, thought I was sort of uh, at the whim of my emotions, you yeah. know? Nice. Um, but what I, what I learned is that my thoughts, like, like you, I'm sure everybody's experienced this. Right, like you're in a in a scenario where, um, oh, you're stuck in traffic or whatever, and you're like, you're like, oh, I gotta get to where I'm going. God, this is awful. And you're like, like the more you think about it, the more frustrated and pissed off you get, right? And like your emotions get the best of you, and the next thing you know, you're like low raging or whatever. But like, but like as you're sitting there, like you're sitting there forever in rush hour traffic, and, and you're like pissed off, pissed off, pissed off, and then finally you're like, God, I'm kind of fucking tired of being pissed off. And you like turn on. You turn on a good song or whatever, and start jamming out, and that song sort of like evokes like a memory of like a good or something, and you start thinking about something else, and, and suddenly you're not like pissed off or angry anymore. You're like actually enjoying your little. You're like, oh, nice, I got a little me tone in the car, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like your, yeah. your thoughts guide your emotions. Yeah. So when you really start to understand that, then you can be with your emotions, right? Be like, okay, I'm fucking pissed right now, yeah. right? Or whatever, <laughs> I'm I'm sad, or you know, I'm frustrated and frustrated, and I'm having a, I'm having a hard time here, right? You can acknowledge that, but then be aware of of the fact that you're you have more control over that, yeah. right? By virtue of the perspective that you're holding, right? So it's like acknowledge it and be like, okay, well, what maybe since I'm committed to like not feeling like ass. Uh, what what might feel a little better in this moment? Just a little relief, right? Sort of like soothe yourself, self self soothe yeah. yourself. Yeah. And, and sometimes, like if you're really in the thick of it, you just have to write it write it out. You know what I mean? Like write it out, cry, freak out. Yeah, I've had like freak out moments. You know, whatever. Take a nap. <laughs> right. <laughs> take a shower. Take, take a, a nap. nap. Just take a nap. <laughs> yeah. Regroup. Right. Because right? sometimes, like, if you're if you have a lot of momentum going in the direction of that particular thought pattern that evokes such strong emotions, it, it it can feel challenging to like stop it and move. Like, it can feel like you're trying to jump in front of a Mack truck and stop it. Right? Yeah, yeah. So you just have to like whatever. I mean, like each situation is a little different. You just have to have what I like to call active compassion for yourself. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> just have compassion for yourself and whatever you're experiencing, and then that's sort of the that's sort of uh, enlightenment piece, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like becoming okay with whatever's happening. You're like, oh, I just punched my boyfriend in the face, so that happened. All right, <laughs> oh whatever. <laughs> you know? He was getting a shag. It's not my fault. Uh, <laughs> you know, but then, but then like, uh, 
but then like, you become okay with it. Like, okay, fuck it. Like, what's happening is happening. It is what it is, right? Like, it's okay. Uh, and and now what, right? And then yeah. that's the empowerment piece. Yeah. The and now what? Yeah. Now what do I want to choose, right? Yeah. So... Which is huge. That's what I would say. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love where you went with that too. Cause it's like, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of us, um, I don't, I, I imagine that men probably do this as well, but I work exclusively with women. So I kind of have more perspective on that, but I find that we tend to like, if something doesn't go right or we're really in our shit or something's going on and we're like, oh my God, it's like a huge make wrong, right? Like, oh, I shouldn't be feeling like this <laughs> or, you know, like, you know, like I'm super upset or whatever, or I freaked out at my boyfriend. And then it's like perpetuates the entire thing because it's this whole uh-huh. make wrong. And then it's a shame storm. And you're like, I'm, you know, I'm shitty and <laughs> whatever. And uh, yeah, I love, I love yep. how you just really like being your own ally. Right. Um, I think it was episode three. We were talking yep. to Christy and she was talking about that, like just really, truly being your own ally, you know, and when shit's hitting the fan, even if shit's not hitting the fan, um, you know, just really, truly being there for yourself and making this, I love yep. what you said, like even the small shift, like what is like a 2% increase in how I feel right now? You know, yep. like even if it's 2%, that's still fucking 2%. <laughs> like, right? I, I'd rather exactly. feel 2% more happy than not. Um, so yeah, I love that. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, and, and, and when we really start to understand the sort of process of creation, it becomes easier to have compassion for yourself so like yeah, like yeah. if we're gonna break it down into three steps the first step the first step is like asking for what you want like we talked about earlier we ask we like cast desires most often uh based on the contrast that we're experiencing right so like when we're experiencing something we don't want to cast the desire for what we do want right that too is that it's given right like it's it's created so like you're Asking you shall receive is like an instantaneous process, right? Like it's created for you the instant that you have a desire for it. Um, and so, so like all of that contrast is serving a purpose, right? Everything you're experiencing that you don't want is lining you up with everything that you do want, right? So it's mm-hmm. sort of it's sort of this process process of creation. So then the third step really is the part that that we're talking about, like going within and, like, aligning with what's waiting for you. The, the problem, our, our major malfunction is that we get stuck in, like, the first phase of creation. We experience what we don't want, and then we get stuck in what we don't want, right? Like, oh, bad, this shouldn't be happening, I don't want this. You know what I mean? Like, like it's more focusing on what we don't want when really that's just the first step of creation. And so when we, when we really start to understand that, then we can sort of have compassion for ourselves and our processing. Right? You'd be like, oh badass I just like casted a big ass desire for like <laughs> feeling amazing or for you know shit tons of money or for a really expansive juicy relationship or whatever you know by experiencing the thing where I was like all emotional and I was like you know playing around with ideas and maybe for like shit and you know maybe I was like whatever like all that stuff that didn't feel good Right. Like, it's okay. It's actually helping you, like, create what it is that you do want. Not that I, like, recommend going to struggle town just to create. But, like, if you if you find yourself there, it's yeah. okay. <laughs> like, it's yeah. basic, right? It's, like, on the other side of that, I listen to Abraham Hussle, and they always say, like, like, take the bounce, right? Like, on the mm. other side of that is a bounce. So don't get stuck in 
and like hating yourself or hating the scenario, hating the situation or thinking it's wrong or whatever, like you're like, cool, I just casted a bunch of desires and now I'm going to take the bounce and like fucking receive them, right? I'm going to go get them. <laughs> yeah. And I do that by virtue of lining up within myself, right? By virtue of my commitment to feel good. Mm, love it. Mm-hmm. Well, I know what I'm going to be doing when I get off this this call with you is I'm going to be making a fuck yes and a fuck no list. <laughs> <laughs> Super powerful. <laughs> right? Like, and I'm all about the fuck yeah. yes. Like, fuck- I, I feel like I go there a lot. But yeah, I have, I have a sneaky suspicion there's probably some fuck no's that I'm still letting in my life right now. So I'm like, hmm, that was a really cool yeah. tool. I like that. I like that. Right. Well, what's what's funny is that like sometimes fuck knows will circle back around and fuck yeses too. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's like we got we gotta just like start you gotta just start where you are, you know? Mm-hmm. And the most like honest, empowering thing you can do in this now moment is just really like assess your your situation, assess where you're where you're investing your resources, right? Your most valuable resources is energy, focus, time, right? And even money. Where am I investing these, right? And are they, because, like, whatever we invest those resources in, we get more of, right? And so it's, like, just start where you're at, take an honest inventory, and and choose, right? It's all about, like, awareness and choice. Awareness and choice. Once you become aware of, like, where you've been putting your energy and attention, you can decide if it's, like, like in alignment with the experience that you prefer and then choose choose to put your focus on, on the places that feel better, right? Mm-hmm. Beautiful. It's a, it is a really powerful exercise. I'm, I'm excited for you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, girl. Yeah, I'm like, wow, that actually sounds really fun. That sounds fun. Oh, I'm into it. I'm into it. Being super intentional. I really, I, you gave us some nuggets, some really, really good nuggets. Thanks for that. It's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. my pleasure. I love talking about this stuff. It's so much fun. Right? Before we jump off, will you share, like, I kind of wanted to get your perspective on like the, the, um, cause I really see the parallel between our, our romantic relationships, our intimate relationships and our money relationship. So it's like, you know, mm-hmm. these, these two different partnerships and, and how they sort of, um, can be interconnected in, especially for women, um, mm-hmm. around different, you know, different things around receiving and all that kind of stuff. Like what can you, what can you speak to around that? Yeah. Um, one of my mentors, <laughs> One of my mentors, like, pretty early on, asked me this question once, and it was sort of like, like, shifted my perspective. <laughs> I, I, it, it's funny to, like, be talking about this at the end, because I feel like we're still in the whole conversation. About right? It, she I said know, to me, she goes, she said, if, if money were your lover, would you still be having sex? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So good. So good. Right? So, like... <laughs> So we do this thing with, like, our money and our lovers um, where, like, they're just relationships. You know, both of them are relationships. Uh, and, and money, I believe, is, is supposed to, like, nurture you, support you, honor you, you know, like, like love you. Uh, and we've created, like, so much wrongness and badness around money that we, like, we, or, like, we, we tell it, like, like you're not good enough, or you're bad, or you're evil, or or there's you're never enough, or or whatever, and and we do that to like our lovers too, or you know at the same time, and then and then there's also the like the pleasure piece, you know, where like we're not willing to have that pleasure, that nurturing, that cherishing, um, 
with our money and sometimes even with our, our lovers, you know, sometimes uh, as women we'll like shut ourselves down in intimate situations, you know, and not allow ourselves to be fully present with our lover, you know, in like intimate experiences. And, and we do the same thing with money. Uh, and so it's, a, it's like a whole interesting conversation to have, but there's definitely like parallel, like some very <laughs> real parallels there, especially for women. I think I don't know if it's mm-hmm. like as big of a, a parallel for men because we consider relationships like I, I I can't say that I don't really know I'm like making blanket statements now but <laughs> I, 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 I hear you yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah um but yeah so it's like it's an interesting thing to ask yourself right like am mm-hmm. I willing to am I willing to be nurtured supported cherished adored you know loved uh within myself, you know, it starts within you, and then what, am I willing to allow, you know, my money and my my lovers to show up in reflection of that, you know, and, like, be my icing on my already ice cake, basically, because <laughs> they're not the source of that, right, but, but, like, a lot of the ideas that we hold, um, guilt, shame, you know, not enoughness, unworthiness, uh, uh, those ideas are uh, oftentimes very parallel. Mm-hmm. Love and money. <laughs> mm-hmm. Brilliant. We could totally do a whole other episode on that, couldn't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a whole other conversation, <laughs> right? Yeah, beautiful. Well, this yeah. has been this has been super, super amazing. Absolutely love hearing more about you and just all all of your goodness and your work in the world. So, I would love to give the listeners wow. also like a space to like how can they work with you or like what kind of things do you offer and that kind of thing, just so that like the listeners that are totally vibing on this um, can can connect with you. Yeah, um, right now my primary offering is one on one. I do one on one. Um, like six month programs with with people. I also do like a group program for for I call them. I have a, a group called the Free Play Portal, and it's all about like creating your world from the inside out. And and I'm tra- I'm actually training people to do the work that I do within that space, and they're called the Free Play Ambassadors. So I have a group of people um, that I train to do that, but then I also just do one on one work uh, with people who are interested and and really just like the like liberating themselves, right? Like liberating themselves, liberating their life. Winding up with with all the money, the love, the the worldly treasures or whatever that are are here to like support you, right? And nurture you and cherish you and adore you. And and it all happens from the inside out, right? And so that's that's like the core work that I do with people. It's really, really powerful work. It's very empowering, very enlightening and uh, and you can, like, I think I gave you my information. Oh, yeah, You for can sure. get on my website. At, yeah, yeah. at Um I also have that group on Facebook. It's called the Free Play Portal. You can uh, join us there, whatever. But, but I'm all over Facebook. So if you ever want to connect and explore possibilities um, as far as any of that is concerned, um, what, what that might look like, um, you know, like a, a coaching relationship or whatever, just, just message me uh, on Facebook or send me an email through my website and we can connect that way. Beautiful. 
and I encourage you guys to really uh, like either start following her on Facebook or get on her Facebook because yeah, you're posting lots of cool live videos and just sharing, you know, just sharing those perspectives. And sometimes those can be like the perfect interrupter, you know, a perfect little reminder when yeah. you're just going through your day and you know, you're scrolling Facebook because you're trying to like ignore something else. And, <laughs> and then you find like, you know, this brilliant, beautiful video that just like brings you back and gives you a new perspective. So I highly recommend uh, getting on that train. Awesome. Thank you so much. You're so sweet. <laughs> yeah, I, I like, I do tons of like free, free content and stuff all over, all over I'm all over the Facebook, so. <laughs> yeah. And on, on the beach, I, I saw one, I saw one yesterday, you're like on, on the, the beach. beach. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm in Canada, yeah. so I'm like cold right now. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, eventually I'm, I'm going to be doing like live retreats and stuff like that here in Hawaii. Actually, I'm setting up one on a yacht in the Florida Keys this spring with all that. Wow. That's sort of like in the works. But so who knows, maybe y'all can come hang with me on the beach in Hawaii. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Or the, the yacht sounds nice too. I don't know. I'll take the yacht right? retreat. <laughs> Holy moly. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. yeah. Sounds badass. Well, thank you so, so much for, for sharing, for just being so incredibly magnificent in the world and, and for really just sharing this message because it is so, so potent. And I think for a lot of us that are really looking to transform and create new in our life and just have a, a just more enjoyable, delightful experience of our lives. Uh, your message is so, so powerful. So all about the feel good, which I'm all about. So <laughs> thank you so yeah, much well, for your for, beautiful yeah, energy. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was you're, fun. You're, so, you're so kick-ass and I really enjoyed uh, talking <laughs> to you and stuff. So I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for our connection. So thank you. Me too, Chandra. And thank you to the listeners. Thanks for tuning in. Of course, as always, if you have any questions or anything, I actually did have a couple questions that I was going to fire off to you, Chandra, and I just totally, we were in the flow of our conversation. So um, what I will do is I will post some of those questions and we'll get some answers for you guys. So thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, thank you, Chandra, again. And for all of you lovelies out there looking to create badass lives in 2017, reach out. We want to know you. We want to support you. And we want to love on you. So until next week, this has been Lady Talk Radio.